Due to the graphic nature of this program, discretion is advised. Hello, everybody, and welcome to A Safe Space Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. I am, I, I'm just me this time. <laughs> I'm Francis Hall. I'm Calvin Williams. And we're going to be calling Juno pretty soon, same way we did it last week. Yeah, I, I don't know what's up with the uh, the phone box. Well, the it co- makes me feel a whole lot less fucking stupid <laughs> since you're the tech guy for radio free brooklyn and you couldn't get the phone working yeah I tried to get here sooner to uh run some tests but for some reason there uh there decided to be a a uh a, a block party on a major thoroughfare on my way here so like I don't know if I don't know if nobody knew this was happening because like even the bus was the bus on that route was stuck in that thoroughfare. Damn. Yeah. Thankfully I was on a scooter and I was able to just skirt <laughs> skirt past all the traffic. <laughs> okay, good. Uh we're going to be calling Juno Tempest very soon. I have not spoken with her in a long long time. It's definitely pre-pandemic. Um I <coughs> was not a very very uh bassy burp pardon me <laughs> all right i do know how to use a phone and speaker hello hi juno how are you i'm uh i'm pretty good how are you i'm doing good uh you know despite the fact that I'm not able to get all the tech working here like I like I wish I could. I'm here with Calvin Williams. Hey, do you know? Hi, Calvin. Do you know each other? Yes, we do. Yes. Oh, good. All right. So we're all good here. Um, so, yes, yeah, since I haven't talked to you for a long time, how has your pandemic been? Oh, it's been quite eventful, quite eventful. Um, I, I left Brooklyn. Uh, yeah, my my roommate situation was it became untenable, so I uh, decided to move back to the Midwest to be near my family during these trying times. <laughs> and and where is that? Oh, I'm in Rockford, Illinois, home of Cheap Trick and um, Screws. Apparently, it's the Screw City. I don't understand. As in, yeah, like the physical neither. screws, or or the city's just screwed all together. I'm not sure Juno heard me. Like they make screws there. Yeah, yeah. It was like a big industry city back in the day. So um, some of those names still stuck. All those factories have been like torn down or are still vacant. So it's it's a marvelous city to live in. <laughs> I used to date a woman who was from Gloversville, and it's actually where it was like the glove manufacturing capital of of the of the of the world for a while, or at least of the United States. Oh wow! And yeah, and it was named Gloversville, and uh, eventually, you know, all those jobs went overseas, and um. But uh, but she remembered when it was uh, when it was producing tons of gloves. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy what what's happened to American industry in the past 
however many years, you know, like the past hundred years, even like everything has changed so much as far as manufacturing. So are you, are you no longer doing the show or your show or are you doing it remotely? Um, well, I have been, uh, rebroadcasting some of the episodes that I recorded early on in quarantine. Um, I've been putting off bringing the show back because I'm the only trans woman I know in uh, Rockford, Illinois. I don't really know any other trans people. So, um, yeah, I have to like start over fresh so I'm like toying around with the idea of doing like a music storytelling show, but um, not quite there yet. Not quite there yet. I've got all the recording equipment that I need. I just um, have been focused on like trying to find work with uh, pandemic unemployment assistance ending on September 5th. Ooh. So once I find a job the uh the radio show will become a priority again but for now for now i have to be boring and look for work because capitalism insists on moving right along yes it does uh so about being the only trans person around do you ha- what what is your network of support like well, it's basically just my family right now. Um, my brother, I'm living with my brother. He just bought a house in uh, at the end of December last year, so I uh, I have a safe place to stay, which is nice, and the rent is great. Um, I, I buy groceries, and that's about it. Um, but as far as like other support, there is a, there's like a, some sort of trans health foundation in the area, but I haven't really done too much research or any reaching out really. Um, the Liam Foundation out of Rockford, Illinois is run by one of the, uh, the leaders of the local P flag chapter, um, but like I said, I haven't haven't reached out yet. I've um, I've been very self sequestered, very self sequestered, very solitary. So my support network is basically non-existent. Aren't there Zoom groups available? Things like that. Uh, yeah, I did actually go through um, like rehab, technically uh, through the center out of New York, um, and I did that through Zoom, and there was like a, because I mean, it's through the center, it's like LGBT centered, but um, I haven't really found, I haven't, I haven't really been involved in any Zoom stuff in the past like couple months. Um, I've been very hands off with technology. Yeah, same here. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> Like, I did manage with a great deal of help from, uh, you know that my girlfriend Lucille is now my boyfriend Lucas? Yes. Okay, a great deal of help from Lucas and from Calvin. I managed to, for the whole 
pandemic only air, I think, one repeat. Oh, wow. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. I did some pre-records, but it was mostly a live show, new show every Saturday. I got uh, wow. I got the equipment uh, for me, and I got equipment for Lucas. And uh, in a week, he figured out uh, how to how to how to how to work it all, how to get us live on the air through the stuff that I bought for us. Actually, they they were uh, they were birthday the the tech stuff was bir- was a birthday gift from my sister Nancy and her husband Stephen. Very generous. And it was weird because at first I was thinking, you know, wh- why am I asking for this when it's only going to be like a month? <laughs> yeah 18 months later <laughs> worth it yeah but other than that the only zoom stuff i did were like uh group health calls that for for lucas um he definitely has uh definitely threw himself into the technology into the zoom meetings into the stuff but but you know he's he's got a I don't mind saying this without him here. He's got a lot of problems. Yeah. Yeah, it's the trans experience, you know. Lots of lots of mental health issues to sort out. Yeah, and going in with mental health issues to begin with. Uh, yeah. And uh, I'm actually now being... Uh, uh, I'm one, I have done two out of three trainings to start giving him his uh, testosterone shots. Okay. Yeah, it's um, it's a little intimidating at first. I'm actually overdue for my hormone shot uh, by about a week. I I tend to low dose, um, just because I don't know. I like a bit of testosterone in my body, but um, yeah, I think tonight's gonna have to be shot night for me. And you do yourself. Yeah, yeah, I um I have a little ritual where I set out one of my uh like one of the books I have from um my trans friends uh, my trans friend writers. Uh meanwhile elsewhere, you can find it on littlepuss.net. L I T T L E P U S S . N E T. Um meanwhile elsewhere is a collection of speculative fiction by transgender authors um and it's really amazing but i set out i set out as a ritual all of my like my syringe the sharps um alcohol pads uh the the vial of estrogen i set that all out on top of the book and then like take a picture with my iphone so that i can just go through my my photos and be like, oh, okay, I should have taken my shot a week ago. Uh, and and then I, um, after I take that picture, I just do the whole thing, you know. And um, I usually put it off because you know it's a little daunting sticking a needle in your butt, but it's uh, it's a thrill, I guess. <laughs> Have you seen Britney's titties? <laughs> Britney, Britney Spears. <laughs> yes, I, I can't get, I can't stop talking about it. She's been uh, not not full on nipples, but she's been taking these topless pictures 
with just her hands over her nipples, and it's it's Britney's titties. All right, Britney's titties, free Britney's titties, you know? Free Britney's titties! I guess that's that's one way to free Britney. It's just so exciting to me. (laughs) Yeah, she's a full-blown adult. She can, like, have control over her social media accounts and stuff. I'm still not 100% sure that, that there isn't someone pulling the strings you know, even with her with her titties, but it is Britney's titties. <laughs> there we go. She's giving the people what they want. Titties. Oh, I got to share this with you. So um, me and Lucas, we went up to Cold Spring a couple of months ago. And uh, and while 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 he, while he was fucking me in the ass. <laughs> He took. He, we, were, we were next to a, a mirror, and he takes a picture of us. Okay. He's balls deep in my ass, and asks me, you know, when we're taking a little break, says, "Do you think it's okay to put this on Instagram?" <laughs> and the thing is, my ass looked so good. I'm going to send you a picture. Okay. That I said. I don't think it breaks any rules. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, as far as I know, ass pics are perfectly acceptable according to terms of use, as long as it's like dude ass. We're, you know, we're in the middle of a. Okay. It's a sex act. Yeah, but like as long as you can't see anything like explicit, like it should be it should be fine. It's not even legal. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't just break rules, we broke laws. So there's, I sent you the picture. There's ways around legality around here. <laughs> can you hear uh can you hear um Calvin? Oh, not quite. He said, there's ways around legality here. Okay. He's going to pull up a little closer so we can, so he can hear you. Yeah. So I, I've been, I've been, uh, exercising a lot. And once that picture goes through, you'll, you'll see. Did you get it yet? Okay. Uh, yeah. Let me, um, open up my messages. Oh, Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a round booty. <laughs> yeah, so of course I said yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's his most like picture of the summer. I bet. I bet. <laughs> that's that was that was some true high boy summer shit right there. <laughs> yeah, after you know we you know I take care of my mom, so. Uh, Lucas and I hardly saw each other at all for, you know, all of this pandemic, you know, basically until we were vaccinated. There were a couple of times when we both had gotten tested, like, several times and, and, and kept away from everybody else. There were a couple of times. But, uh, yeah, yeah, we, we couldn't have we couldn't have sex for yeah over a year. Oh, my God, that's crazy. Yeah, and we we love each other. We're hot for each other, uh, but actually, just just and 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 the testosterone is making him 
<laughs> want it more and more Horny and more. As Horny yeah. as fuck. <laughs> yep, it does that. <laughs> He's been getting mad at me because, like, I haven't been, uh, I guess I haven't been given enough enough. <laughs> Spread those legs, face boy. Spread them wide. <laughs> How about you? How's your love life? How's your sex life? Oh, God. Um, well, I live with my brother, so my sex life is basically non-existent. Um, Why? Well, it would be fine if he worked in an office, but he worked from home. So um, my my love life has kind of been on hiatus for basically since November of uh, November of last year when I left Brooklyn. Um, I've had a couple little flings here and there, but nothing worth writing home about. Um, you know, <laughs> I, uh, at one point, I, I had this guy over like late at night and we hooked up in his car and he pulled, he pulled this move like he was slick or something where he was like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll take care of you after you take care of me. And I'm like, okay, well fine. I'll, I'll suck a dick. So I suck this dick, you know, just, you've seen my work. I've seen your work. That's still my favorite episode is the Goldie Cox episode (laughs) when you got on grinder and uh and we had a couple of couple of misses uh but then finally somebody came to the studio and you sucked him all the way off yes yes i got a nice throat coat to this calvin calvin go ahead to this day i'm still surprised you were able to find somebody within an hour within that hour but then again i don't really know the semantics of uh, Grinder or any uh, oh, any major yeah. dating Grindr apps like that. Is, um, like, it's a cesspool, so <laughs> I'm not terribly surprised that I was able to find someone inside of 45 minutes. It was so uh, it was so awesome. Yeah. It was so awesome. We'll get back to your story in a minute because we really showed in real time how Grinder can work. Because you 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 just you came into the studio you're like I just I want to suck some dick. And 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 over the course of an hour. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. You know, I'm a woman of my word. I'm a woman of my word. And uh, I I did say that I wanted to suck some dick. So I ended up doing just that. It was great. And let's see. There were there were three guys, right? Yeah. Yeah. The, the first guy was kind of cute, but like a bit of a whiner and was like, yeah, I'll come into the studio, but I don't think I want to do this thing that you're having me come to the studio for. And, um, and then he, he fucked off, uh, after a while. He, he felt a little subconscious being on the air, I think. And then there was another guy who said he was on his way um, but then we were in the middle of the episode, so uh, I didn't didn't exactly see the message until like 15 minutes later. And then there was another guy who said he was going to come over, 
And um, then he actually showed up and didn't really want to talk on the mic, but certainly wanted to get his dick sucked because he he whipped it out immediately. And um, yeah, I was like, okay, well, since since he's getting down to business, I guess I should get down to my business. And, um, you know. The rest is history. It's legend now, I think. It is legend now. <laughs> they might have there, there might be Radio Free Brooklyn rules about it now. I'm not sure. <laughs> probably. Probably. I have not broken those rules, I might add. I have not broken those rules. Because when I did it, those rules didn't exist. That's um, right. <laughs> so you're welcome. Yeah, and they had and they had a, a privacy screen set up for our show. <laughs> yeah, I think we used the privacy the privacy screen, didn't we? Yes, 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 yes. So, you know, it was all above board, kind of, because the board hadn't decided that it was against the rules yet. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Goodness. Okay, so you're in the car. He says, uh, get oh, me yeah. off first. Yeah, so, you know, he, like, I don't know. I've been uh, kind of reluctant to um, meet up with people because, I, like I said, I'm living with my brother. So it was about, like, it was a little after midnight. Um, and so I just went out to the front and... Uh, got in this guy's car and he gives me like a nugget of weed that's a nice start yeah so he gives me a nugget and he's like this is all i have we can smoke it later i really have to get going so he shows up to my place like presuming that we're gonna spend some time together you know talking or whatever um that was my presumption uh and I was, basically, the dude just wanted to get sucked off to, so he could go home and go to bed. And so I'm, like, taking my sweet-ass time with my my D game, we'll say, because it's not A game. I'm not going to give my A game for some dude who's like, all right, you know, just get it over with. Because, you know, I have class and dignity and style. So, um... It, it didn't take very long. It took all of about five minutes. And then the dude wanted me to get out of this car right away. And I'm like, nope, I'm getting off too. I'm getting off too. I'm going to jerk off. And you're going to, like, because you don't want to touch me. You don't want to do anything. So I jerked off and uh, finished myself off. And then I was like, okay, thanks for the weed. I'm going to go back home now. Bye. Um, and I was really upset with this guy because he said he was going to suck my dick. He talked this big game about wanting to suck my dick so bad, and then like didn't even didn't even touch me. Um, he touched my boobs because you know when you have big boobs like me, they are always in play. Um, yes. But like, <laughs> but like, other than some. Uh, you know, like under the shirt action, I didn't really get much touching. Mm. Um, so that was 
that was one time. And then another time, it was probably around April, um, there was this uh, young boxer, let's say around 20 years old. And um, I am a mature woman of 34 now. Uh, so this dude was a little bit young for me, but I'm like, okay, well, he he's hot and he's a boxer. So why not? I have a thing for men who like to get in fights. So I had, I, had this, <laughs> I had this dude come over. I mean, it bodes well for me because if dude can take like a, like a, a fist to the face, he can take my dick in his ass. You know, not necessarily true. No, not necessarily true. Uh, there, there was one. There was a night when uh, when Lucas really, really wanted to wanted to fuck, and I did not. And so uh, he set something up with this other guy. Uh, this guy was like not very. He was pretty freshly out of the army, so he was a tough guy. Uh, oh God! And uh, and um, he couldn't. He he got like one one thrust in and the guy was like nope i'm not doing that and i'm not doing that now or ever again oh no i know i know but that's because you know lucas is used to me you don't thrust it in to some guy who hasn't done it before gotta go slow yeah that, that yeah the frame it. of reference is a little skewed i i have to agree that's yeah. something you got to ease into, especially especially for the first time, you know. Yeah, I mean, he claims oh, he claims that guys say that it's the first time, but they've definitely stuck things up their butt before. Like, oh yeah, I you don't have tight virgin hole, and then like so, like my dick just sli- slides in, you know, like it it just doesn't happen. And often Marines are the guiltiest of this. Of all the of all the branches of the armed forces that I've stuck it to, Marines <laughs> are the guiltiest. I've missed you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just it's it's the only service that I am competent uh, performing on the military is just buggery really okay let's get back to the boxer oh yeah so the boxer comes over and you know he's like a little nervous i can tell because you know i'm in rockford illinois i'm the hottest trans woman um i'm i'm the hottest trans woman in like the tri-county area will say there might be like one or two others but they're in the suburbs of chicago so you know they're in they're in a different territory you know like when you get close to a city you can um you get like more trans women and they get hotter you just get hotter the closer you get to a major city um and that's mostly because like what are you going to do in Rockford, Illinois? I don't know, and I live here. Um, <laughs> so, like, I could tell that I was probably a first experience for this guy. 
because he's 20 years old, he's, like, hooking up with this crazy trans woman at, like, midnight. Um, and so I, like, invite him, in, I, I invite this one into the house. Um, you know, and so he, he comes into my room, and, like, we have the, I, I turn the lights off, and there's, like, ambient light from street lights outside and whatever. So we're just, like, fooling around, fooling around. And this this guy actually, like, does end up sucking my dick. And for such a young guy, he was very good at it. Like, kind of got me close-ish, like, two or three times. Um, but, you know, being a young guy himself was uh, very quick to come. And so, like... He, I swallowed, of course, because waste not, want not, <laughs> waste not, want not. And, um, you know, like, that's my way of giving back to the youth of Rockford is just by, like, giving a blowjob to this one 20-year-old boxer. Um, and then after after he busted his nut down my throat, I decided that I was going to um, get myself off. Cause of course I'm going to do that. And this dude actually was like very, like still very turned on watching me finish myself off, which was nice. You know, yes, sometimes yes, cause like, like the guy, cause clarity. like, yeah. Cause like the other guy you were talking about, like a lot of guys, once he's, once he's done, he's done. He wants to get the fuck out of there and, uh, and not even think about it. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to, I, I want to make a t-shirt that says post not clarity in like the, like the <laughs> post grape nuts font, but have it just say post not clarity <laughs> right across my big old kitty. Um, I think it would be very on brand for me. Um, but this, this dude, his name is uh, Sunny. Which is hilarious because I um, on Grinder I have put mommy vibes as my profile heading, just mommy vibes, and um, so this dude Sunny, this boxer named Sunny, like busts his nut down my throat and then like watches me come and then is like stays around for another like fifteen minutes just chatting. And then he's like, well, I, I got to work tomorrow, so I need to head out. I'm like, oh, okay, well, thanks for coming over. Thanks for taking care of my needs. Um, and, like, I still hear from him every once in a while. But because he's young, he does that booty call thing where he's like, oh, are you free tonight? And then, like, I'll respond two hours later and then not hear a response from him. So... You know, he's he's not, like, a reliable hookup, but um, he's definitely still interested after all these months, so that's kind of nice. But that's, like, my sex life in Rockford, Illinois. Not, not much going on there. But I appreciate the detail. <laughs> of course, of course. Only the best for Art Star Scene Radio. I'm going to uh, I'm going to read some of the promo stuff that we have, and uh, then I'm going to call you back. Okay. 
Do you want to read the promo stuff since we haven't heard much from you? Yeah, sure. All right. Let's see. All right. Radio Free Brooklyn is sponsored in part by My Choice Pharmacy, offering little or no cost medical braces. More information is available at 844-598-6639. Do they, do they even want to be associated with us? I. Uh, and any any advertisement is good advertisement. Right. <laughs> and and as always, Ready Free Brooklyn is a five hundred one c three nonprofit organization whose mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, free expression, and public art. If you'd like to support Ready Free Brooklyn, you can either go to readyfreebrooklyn.org/donate and make a one-time or monthly donation. You can text RFB123 to 44321 and make a donation straight from your phone. Or you can support Radio Free Brooklyn through Amazon Smile, Amazon's charity initiative where you can shop and support a nonprofit of your choice at the same time. Best of all, it costs you nothing extra. All you have to do is shop is go to smile.amazon.com, select Radio Free Brooklyn as the nonprofit you wish to support, and start shopping. Well done. Thank you. I had handed him the copy. He's like, I don't need that. I got this shit memorized. I have to fucking read it every week. Before I call uh, Juno back, anything on your mind from this week or past couple of weeks? Um, I I uh, I took him. Um, last week was my mom's birthday, so I took her uh, took her out to uh, Governor's Island, and uh, Governor's Island is one of her uh, favorite places, uh, uh, like a uh, to uh, get away while uh, being in the city, and so. We uh, we got to check out the uh, Jazz Age lawn party where uh, where like it's a it's a whole party where like everybody's dressed like it's the 1920s. Awesome. And it it is so it is so much fun to watch. I'm definitely going to take part in that one day when I remember when uh, remember that it's happening because I have I have some clothing that would fit right in. And so I would I would fit in perfectly. I may I may even like. Muster up the courage to dance, uh, dance while I'm there too. That would be great. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah, Governor's Island is awesome. I went there for a, a college reunion, Simon's Rock reunion. That's right. That's uh, right. Not too long ago. Well, that so, sounds great. Yep we uh, we uh, we uh, checked out the Jazz Ace Lawn Party. Uh, checked out some of the sites. We uh, got on. We rented some uh, bicycles and uh, rode around the island for a couple of hours. And it was a really good time. And then after that, I uh, took my mom to this really, really nice uh, Mexican restaurant um, by the waterfront behind the World Trade Center. Okay. It's called uh, El Vez. Really, really incredible food there. All right. But uh, as, as good of a time that, as that was, my body paid for it for the rest of the week. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> I gotcha. All right. Hello. Hello. How are you? Oh, just fine. So here's something I want to ask, uh, and I think this is something all of us can get in on. Uh, so right now we are having we're on a fourth wave due to the Delta variant and people who are resisting the vaccine. Now, do we? Do we? 
blame the anti-vaxxers who have been lied to and misinformed? Oh, I, yeah. I, I think it's safe to place blame where it belongs. Um, humans have this very useful organ called a brain <laughs> that imbues us with the ability to use logic and reason to stay alive. And um, anti-vaxxers seem to be uh, forgetting about this lovely organ that we have encased in our cranium. So I I feel like, yeah, uh, it's it's good to place the blame on anti-vaxxers for uh, continuing to spread disinformation um, and continue to spread the virus uh, worse yet, you know? In, in Mississippi right now, uh, there are lots of problems with people having to call poison control because there is a rumor going around that a, uh, a medication that is meant to deworm horses... Will will prevent them from getting COVID, and so they've been taking this deworming horse medication, and of course, getting very very sick. Yeah, yeah, that's not a very smart look, honestly. Um, I read about <laughs> that today. In fact, I was like, people give me shit for taking ketamine off label because it's for horses or whatever. Um, but like, why are people using like a veterinary, uh, medication when there's a perfectly good vaccine available for free that is clinically proven with multiple studies to be like majorly effective as can be expected of any vaccination? Well, because they're being lied to and misinformed by news outlets such as Fox News, which their which their former president had assured them was a was a reliable news source, and that places like the New York Times were not reliable news sources. So when the president of the United States is telling you who you should trust, and those people are lying to you. Um, there is a little bit of me that questions how responsible they really are. Uh, for example, if I was to get lung cancer, uh, I'm sure plenty of people would say, well, you know, you're a smoker your whole life. Well, you know, who, 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 who sold me cigarettes when I was 13 years old? Yeah. You know, who allowed that to happen? At such a young age, I had already been smoking cigarettes for five years before I was legally allowed to. And at that point, five years, I was already addicted. So is it my fault if I get lung cancer because I smoked? Well, no, because you were because you were a child. Um, But like these anti-vaxxers that have access to the Internet, um, are not all children. In fact, I, I think, from what I've seen, most children kind of have it in their head, like, okay, well, 
I get vaccinated to prevent me from getting sick or even sicker than I would if I were not vaccinated. So children seem to get it. Adults seem to be the ones having major problem. And like, I don't know, uh, like just because, just because like, let's say someone who is being, uh, indicted or whatever for their involvement in the January 6th insurrection. Like they, they knew that storming the white house was an act of, uh, what's the word? Defiance. Um, it was a criminal act. Yeah. They like, you know, if you're storming the white house and um, entering with, yeah, if, or if you're, if you're storming the Capitol, with weapons in hand, then that is most likely going to be seen as a criminal act because you're not, you're, you're a civilian, you know? Um, so like, just because you believed, like you bought into the misinformation that was being spouted on media outlets like Fox news, like you're still going to be legally responsible for taking part in an insurrection you know like that that is going to be a consequence of your actions uh now like we don't send people to jail for spreading the flu so like there's i I guess that needs to be taken into consideration but like there's a difference between someone who has to go to work sick because of capitalism and someone who actively is spreading a virus because they don't believe it exists you know like pathology doesn't care whether you believe in it or not viruses don't care whether you believe in them or not you know they're still going to get people sick whether or not you believe in it so like at at some point it becomes negligence like but how how are you going to enforce anything like a, about someone who is actively spreading a virus during a global pandemic? I, like it, it becomes really murky to deal with. I I actually totally agree with you. Fuck those anti vaxxers and screwing everything up and they're being fucking they're being really fucking stupid. They're not using their brains, and I totally blame them for this fourth wave. The goddamn Delta variant and the anti-vaxxers are why we have the fourth wave right now. And I do blame them. I just wanted to argue, you know, not exactly the other side, but, but you know, bring up some points that, that some folks might think of to be forgiving of these fuckers. <laughs> there's yeah. no forgiveness. In, there's no forgiveness in this. They have brains. They know, like, they, under, they understand what... They understand what this is all about and actively ignore it. For whatever reason, they've decided to uh, put inside their head. And these these also seem to be the same people that that are like the 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 uh, fuck around and find out type. You know, wearing a mask could make you sick. It's the wearing of the mask make you sick. <laughs> yeah, I'm a I'm a grab a lectern. <laughs> Oh my god, the worst thing that can happen when you're wearing a mask all the time is that you get like some 
some minor sinus issues but like even that is a bit of a stretch you know like all in all putting a little piece of fabric over your face and like not going out unless it's necessary like those are two really small things that humans can do and like a lot of people just are not uh, willing to give up their liberties like that. Like, like have, have you seen uh, like subway creatures? These these fucking like asshat libertarian white dudes just like start like picking fights on the train. I'm. This is my freedom. This is my freedom. I believe in freedom. I believe in freedom. Yeah, your you freedom know? ends where my health begins. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. freedom doesn't if, exist if, if you're your dead. Liberty infringes upon my well-being. Then um, I'm sorry, but get the fuck out. You know, like act right. It doesn't take much. Just put a piece of fabric on your fucking face and don't be a dick. Yeah, like it's pretty simple. Yeah, on the subway there was there were a couple of fucking uh, bros, a couple of bros <laughs> without masks. And one of them was fucking coughing and sneezing. Are you fucking kidding me? Mm. Uh huh. Yes. It's a, you fuck. Yeah, what the fuck? It's enough to make your brain explode. You I know. know. Mm. Uh, let's move on to something else that concerns uh, friends of mine, and that is that OnlyFans will no longer be allowing sexually explicit material. So basically, the the creators that built your platform to what it is today are now losing a significant source of income. Yeah. Yeah, that's capitalism for you. Um, capitalism likes to pretend that, uh, that pornography does not exist, but will actively support its distribution until such time as they are strong-armed out of it because credit card companies... Um, Pornhub was, uh, the same way with, um, authenticating content creators because, like, you need to be making sure that, uh, all the models are of legal age and whatnot. So they, they instituted a bunch of these, uh, regulations to try to combat human trafficking or whatever, um. You know, like, I don't really know how effective it is. Um, It just makes it so that people have to go somewhere else for what they're looking for. Like, the content is is just going to migrate, honestly. Um, Is it shitty that uh, OnlyFans did this? Yeah, kind of. But, like... What's going to happen? Probably nothing. Or they'll they'll maybe do a 180 and decide that like their profit margins just cannot, uh, just can't survive it because like if you're, it's basically wage theft at this point. Yeah, OnlyFans, I believe they they OnlyFans takes twenty percent of the contenters 
content creators money. I yeah, think, Patreon I, is only like 5%, I want to say. When I learned mm-hmm. 20%, I was like, wow, 20% and you're still doing this? You're still doing this to, to you know, uh, just, I was. I, th- of course, there are millions of stories like this, but there's one woman I, I write about, she's 34 years old, she has two kids, she lost her job during the pandemic, and she decided to, you know, start selling nudes on OnlyFans, and it, it, uh, it saved her. It saved her to be able to pay rent and put food on the table for her two kids. And I'm sure that is true for a lot, a lot of people. And she's giving them 20 fucking percent. And now this is being taken away. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there will probably be some other app waiting the wings to uh, take OnlyFans' um, disenfranchised user base. So... We'll keep an eye out, I guess. I'm plugged in on sex Twitter, so when there is something to to know, I'll I should know it. But so far, there's no front runner for a replacement. Well, yeah, and and but like when Foster Sesta came around uh, and shut down the Craigslist ads and, and a lot of other things, I have not seen a replacement for that. Um, I mean, like. Backpage was always an option, um, but Backpage takes, like, they also take a big cut. Um, but that's more for, like, well, I guess, I guess, like, you could, you could have done sex work through Craigslist, but, um, like, it was all adult content, wasn't it? So, like, even if you just wanted to hook up for free as an adult consenting, like, now you can't do that anymore. I know it sucks. <laughs> yeah, I had a few. I had a few hookups through Craigslist that were oh, me quite too. nice. Yeah, probably more than a few. I thought back back. I thought Backpage was also a victim of Foster Sesta and, and went and went away. No, um, I think because it's majority online, they probably just like ported the IP. Uh, like ported the servers over to some to some nation that has different laws that allows them mm. to continue functioning. Because so far as I know, Backpage is still functional. Okay, all right. It just it just seems to be like uh, it, it just feels like we're going backwards when it comes to our treatment of sex workers in this country. Oh yeah, prohibition is. Um, never really good it usually causes more grief injury and harm than it resolves so like i don't know in the country where i used to live germany sex work is legal like it's taxed like you have to pay taxes to the german government if you want to like use your body to make money and honestly like I think that kind of makes things better because there's this expectation that, you know, because this is an actual job, you have to treat the, like these, impl- these, uh, service workers, these sex workers with some respect because part of what you're paying them goes into the tax system, you know, but like, huh, the, the United States, 
government has this like really messed up track record of prohibition um, and abuse of its civilians, its taxpayers, you know? So I, I don't really know what a solution is, but so far as I can tell, um, you know, prohibition, it ain't it. Yeah, yeah, and, and we all know about these, you know, congressmen who constantly are voting for things to put greater restrictions on on sexual on sex workers greater restrictions on on anything sex oriented and you know they're they're fucking they're in bathrooms sucking off dudes they're oh, on grinder yeah. they're 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 doing all that kind of stuff you know they're, yeah, they're doing all sorts of drugs doing yeah all sorts of crazy sex yeah and mm-hmm. and now there's you know we're we're hearing a lot well, you know who else is 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 against sex workers? It's it's a Catholic Church. Now we're hearing a lot about priests that are that have been busted on on Grinder. It's like oh yeah, we don't have a whole lot of time left. Uh, so <laughs> just open ended uh, things that have been on your mind that you would like to talk about. Ah, uh, I need a husband. I need a husband. Apply within apply within um just find me on social media juno tempest everywhere and um apply to be my husband you know (laughs) any anyone listening with like a decent job who uh appreciates getting great head um you know hit me up on the socials that's my biggest concern i just want a husband you want to get married you're ready to get married yeah, I think so. All right, what are what are the Well, you you basically said the only qualifications have a job, but there's got to be more than that. <laughs> um, take me on vacation, you know? Once once all this is over, I basically expect to be like jet setting nonstop. So, um that should narrow things down a little bit. I like it. I like, you know, I, I swore that I would, that once me and, and the majority of New Yorkers were vaccinated like we are now, I thought I was going to go on a total sex fest, but uh, it's, it's, I haven't, I have not. Uh, yeah, we're not quite there yet, unfortunately. Well, I think, I think it's safe for me to be a whore right now and for me to be slutty right now, uh, but I'm still... I, I feel kind of repressed. I'm still, uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not, I have not made any effort whatsoever to be with anyone other than Lucas and, uh, one other woman that, that, uh, that, uh, I have known for a very long time. Yeah. I mean, it and seems a woman like that that's a trend, for. you know, yep. just like hitting up your, your, your past flings, you know? It's it's about trust, basically, at this point. Like, knowing who you can trust. Do you trust a stranger, or you, or do you trust somebody you've known for, uh, known forever, and, like, the uh, you have uh, somebody you have a connection with? I never used to care if it was just a hookup. <laughs> it was just sex. I did not... I know. It didn't, you know, it's, it's like, are, are, are we attracted to each other? Yes, let's do it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my standards used to be pretty low. 
I have no problem, no shame about being slutty in my past. And I, I just, I'm wondering if that's like over, over. Oh, never say never. I mean, it might just be like the next phase of your sexual development or whatever. Possibly an evolution of sluttiness. Poss- uh, oh, an evolution, possibly an evolution of sluttiness. Uh, yeah. Calvin said, "Yeah, maybe, maybe." And uh, you know, uh, we'll yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, it's not like it's not like we're ever gonna stop being horny. We're just gonna we're just gonna find better ways around it, or or better or. Uh, more, more, smarter ways to uh, get what we're looking for within consent. I like that. Well, I did have some other things that I was going to talk about. I was going to talk about the uh, the uh, the the tragic transition of power happening with uh, Jeopardy. <laughs> 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 very oh, nice setup very nice setup <laughs> yeah so so from what i understand the uh the guy who uh kind of strong armed his way into uh, into hosting uh got shamed out of it so. yeah <laughs> yeah he's one of the people that decides who's going to be the host and he goes you know who'd be good is me <laughs> gives himself the job then some shit comes out, nasty stuff he said. And he's like, okay, okay maybe I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, very briefly, and I will probably talk about this more uh, next week, my, my heart uh, does go out to uh, the women in Afghanistan and, and all of my prayers for your, your safety and your rights. And, uh, and, and uh, it is, it is a, a very difficult situation. Uh, yes. Thank you so much, Juno. It's been great talking to you. Thank you, Calvin. My pleasure. Thank you all for listening, and uh, we will be we will be back next week live for another edition of a Safe Space Radio. That's what we're calling it now. Oh, okay. But it's still ass. It's still ass. Ass forever. And I've been going by Francis instead of Face Boy. <laughs> oh, okay. I just you know it was time to move on. There you go. All right. So uh, join us next week for another edition of a safe, safe space radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. And uh, show show yourself some love. Show some love to others. It is important. And you know that it is. All right. Ten seconds. One more goodbye. Goodbye, Juno. Goodbye. Bye, Juno. It's good hearing from you.